guys, welcome back to another episode of 37 Questions and a Coffee With. This time on the show, we have my good friend Rueda, who I call Rue. She works in the PR industry and she's here to talk to you not just about the PR industry but about so much more. Both of us met at uni. We met in, I'd say, our second week of year one, and we've been really good friends ever since. We both did journalism and creative writing, and we've both done a few different things since then, but Rue more than I have. I think I've stuck to writing for the most part, but Rue's done a lot of different things, and she's here to talk to us a little bit about that and about so much more. So make sure to grab your coffee, sit back, relax, or maybe you're driving, maybe you're at the gym, whatever you're doing. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's been a long time. It has actually, and I am well, thank you. I'm really hot. So for those that are listening from other countries, if you're in the UK, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But actually people in other countries know now as well, because I have like family in Australia sending me news articles, but it is super hot here. Um, It's better now, right, Rue? It's a bit, a bit breezier. Yeah, I know the past two days have been a bit better, but I feel like the air is still quite still. So when you like go outside, it's just the humidity that gets me, I think, more so than the heat. Yeah, that is true. The humidity is really, yeah, it's really something. But the other day, yeah, the 40 degrees, that is, that is weird. It is different. So yeah, it is really hot, but it is okay. Um, so Rue, um, we can get started if you're ready. Oh, before, before that, actually, you know how I always try and wear something if I can, that kind of um highlights my relationship with the person or like stands out in our relationship um and in the past I've worn like certain t-shirts that go with that friendship or certain stuff that we bought together whatever it may be um and with you I was trying to think what what could I what could I wear what could I do um and what really what I remember from uni is that I would wear beanies all the time right so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I know you have a favorite outfit of mine um but I don't actually own that outfit anymore but I have my beanies so I thought that would be very appropriate to wear today because even though it's hot so I do need to take it off now but um yeah beanies are like my my that was my go-to thing at uni and not because it was a fashion choice but more because of my germophobia but yeah we won't get into that right now. Um, yeah, no, I think that's when I realised how much of a germaphobe you were. It's literally when I turned to you and I was like, why are you always wearing a beanie? And then you explained it to me. <laughs> and I was like, okay. It was like every day as well. Like looking back, I genuinely can't believe that I managed to wear that pretty much every day for three years. Like different, different you beanies. Look, like You're just... I guess it's lucky that we go to uni during the colder months because yeah. I know you probably would have worn it during the warmer months too. And <laughs> Literally, like, imagine. <laughs> and also, it's like, I think that was, like, my first time really, like, constantly being on public transport, constantly being out. Because, like, during school days and stuff, I wouldn't really do that. So that was, like, my first kind of time. Now it's all different. Now everything's changed. But, yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> so beanies, definitely. <laughs> Okay, so are you ready? And let's jump in if you are. Yep. Cool. So my first question is something that I ask everyone who comes onto the podcast, and that is, describe yourself in five words. 
Oh gosh. Okay. Um, you know what's so funny? This is my dreaded interview question because it's like, oh, what personality am I going to create today? But no, for you, I'll give you. <laughs> but for you, I'll give you like a serious answer. Um, I think. Uh, I think I'm nice. I think no, actually not nice. Nice is a whole. I don't like that word. It's quite bland. I'll say kind. I think I'm kind. Um, I think I'm approachable when I'm outside because apparently I walk around with a smile a lot of the time. Okay. So kind approachable. <laughs> um, I think I'm. I think I can be bubbly if you know me. If you don't know me, then yeah, you're not going to see the bubbly side. But I think with like you and stuff, it can be quite giggly and yeah, jokey. So I'll say bubbly. Um, two more words. Um, let's see. I think I can be. I think I can be determined if I like something. If I don't like something, then I'm not determined. I I keep giving like both sides to each word I pick. But um, yeah, determined. And the last word would be, I'd say happy. I think because it's sunny outside and stuff. So I think I'm a generally happy person. Um, So I'll go with that. Wow. Wow. Um, I like those. They're very positive. I do like those. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Another question that I ask everyone, and this is one of, this is, one of my well if not my favorite probably of most of these because I love hearing different quotes and different kind of advice that have shaped people but what's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given um you know what actually I had a bit of advice from my manager at work the other day and oh wow the best piece of advice you've ever been given from your man okay I need to hear this No, it's not. It's not um, the first piece of advice, but it's just one that's kind of stuck with me this week. And it was um, she basically said, because I I get like I'm a really anxious person when it comes to things. Mm. And she basically said, don't worry, we're all just faking it. Um, So you kind of just fake it till you make it. So I think just having that like fake sense of confidence or like because I think just realizing that no one has it together and people might look like that, you know, they've got it all together and their life is perfect. But I think everyone kind of has this element of just, you know, wearing a face when they go out. Um, mm. So it's kind of like, that's okay if you have to, like, you know, don't just compare yourself to other people, basically. Everyone's kind of putting on a show in a way. So that's fine. And I think that kind of just helps me at work sometimes because, like I said, I'm very anxious. So <laughs> that mm. was a useful bit of advice for me. You know what's funny though, because I someone gave me that advice. I'd say like when I was like ten years ago. I'd say like a really long time ago. But it's funny because like I'm a bit on the fence about it. Now. Like I hear it, but I'm a bit on the fence. But the thing is, it really stood out to me, and it's still something that I kind of I do like remember, and I actually say it to people sometimes as well. So it's funny. It's like a a tiny quote, but it really does kind of. I think it it's because it makes sense, or it's like oh yeah, or like everyone kind of goes through the whole oh like everyone has it together and I don't like you said so it's like one of those advice pieces of advice that really kind of work for everyone I reckon so yeah definitely and I think especially because we're both quite creative people I think it's easy to just kind of be like oh well as a writer I'm not like I don't think you're ever sure or as a like whatever creative Mm. thing outlet you're doing you kind of just always second guess yourself but I think it's just like I bet you even like the best writers are there like second guessing themselves but they just kind of have to put an element of confidence in what they do to you know to sell it yeah for so sure. I think we just have to yeah for sure I like that that is true like you never know yeah, okay. that a bit. I know no we're gonna like we have to move but it's so true because like 
the amount of interviews that I hear from like singers and artists and stuff as well that are always like I was so nervous before I got on stage like I can't believe I made it like all of that stuff and it's like really you you're you're insane like how are you nervous but it's true it is it is so true like I think everyone kind of you're right just like you said everyone kind of fakes the confidence but yeah like we all go through it um so moving on to question number three what was your dream job when you were growing up Ew. you know what it's so funny because I think it definitely um switched a lot um just depending on like whatever phase I was in at that point but I think one that always stuck with me was being an author I was like such oh, a wow. bookworm when I was a kid so like I was obsessed with Jacqueline Wilson so yes, I was like are you gonna be her. yes who our age was not like we all were guys um yeah. By the way, Rueda and I have a picture with Jacqueline Wilson. I want to try and dig that up and kind of maybe put it on Instagram and then you guys can go have a look. But we have photos. Were you there, Rueda? You were, right? We never went yeah, anywhere yeah, without yeah. each other. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, we went together. And yeah. it was like, um, it, was, it wasn't even a uni day. It was like a random day. And we went and met her. And it was honestly like such a nice, like she's as nice as you think she would be. Like she's so sweet. She was the chancellor of our uni, guys. But we never, like... One of the reasons I actually went to that uni, genuinely, hand on heart, one of the reasons I actually went is because they said that she'd be there, like she'd give us our um, diploma. Is it a diploma? Whatever, when we graduated. And she never did. Yeah. But at least we got to that, see her. So that's something. But that was very sad and disappointing. It was, <laughs> it was such a letdown. But um, now, I remember that picture. I absolutely hated the way I looked in that picture. My hair was frizzy. It was a hot day. Like, I don't like anything about it. But it was such a cool picture. I think it's my, it was my most liked picture on Facebook when I put it up all those years ago. But um, <laughs> it is, yeah, it was a good one. But author, that's so cool. And because it's cool. I say it's cool because you actually went on to do creative writing at uni and you actually went on to pursue something you wanted to do when you were little and you're still on route to doing that. So that is that is very cool. Um, And that leads me on to my next question, which is what is your dream job now as an adult? This is going to be the most like adult answer ever, but I just want a job that allows me to have a work life balance. Um, wow, that is so <laughs> practical. <laughs> like honestly I think I would do any job right now <laughs> that just allowed me to kind of like switch off at five o'clock have my evenings have my weekends without having to think about work obviously I'd love it to be in like a creative field and stuff but I think the older I get that even if I did get my dream job of a job of being an author if I had to kind of give up my free time I wouldn't love it so I think just right now what I'm looking for is something that allows me to enjoy life too and like get to spend time with my friends and my family but also be creative as well. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of open. I think I'm going to just try doing a lot of different things in a lot of different sectors and then maybe hopefully yeah. find something. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about this in a bit, but I think there are, I think it's a our generation thing. I think it is a millennial thing where we don't just settle for the job that we have. Like I know like our parents or like people of that age, um, they got the job and that was kind of there are people that were in the same job for like 20 30 40 years because that's like like I just can't imagine like I physically cannot imagine like being in the same like even a job that I'm quite happy in I just I I don't know it just doesn't it, my brain just like what like I can't be in the same place for like 20 30 40 years so I guess like we're going to talk about this again later but yeah totally yeah. like kind of checking out different jobs seeing what you fit best in and then 
even then there's like scope to move on or like move to a different sector or like you know and yeah we're gonna you've done that a lot I've done that a bit and we're gonna talk a bit about that as well um and speaking of which you've had so for anyone that gets this reference so it's a bit it's a bit niche I guess but because it's like we're too old for it um but I still watch this but there was a show called Austin and Ali on um Disney Channel and I always say this to Rue and she hasn't watched it I don't think but um I always say to her she's like Trish which is Ali's best friend with one like the main character's best friend and Trish would always come in and her catchphrase every episode would be guess who got any oh no guess who works at this place so she'd be like guess who works at the cafe guess who works at because every episode she'd have a new job she was like they were like kids they were like 16 17 but every single episode she would have a new job and that was like her character thing like you know how there's that goofy best friend that thing and her her thing was you know the best friend who had a new job every time and that's how I feel with Rue like every time we meet up which is like not that often because we live quite far from each other but we meet up like at least once every three to four to five months I reckon and she'd always come in and she'd always be like oh yeah did I tell you I work here now and I'll be like what like no you didn't like were you not just at this place like two weeks ago so um she's very Trish so speaking of which (laughs) what is your job title right now so my job title is account executive and it's at a PR firm so I just basically handle the day-to-day account of like regarding PR which is just what I was going to ask next so what does that consist of so handling accounts yes I can give you like a kind of like a general thing because each day's quite like completely different but (laughs) you're um... literally answering my questions before I say it so my next question was I'm going to jump straight (laughs) to that then what does an average average day look like for you then okay so um basically I work on a couple of different accounts and each account requires different things and so I handle anything to do with communications for a specific account. So day to day, mainly it's like watching the media, what's being said about a client, um, and then kind of like pushing that into a report, sending it to them. But I also write blogs for certain accounts. I write op-eds for like CEO on behalf of CEOs. Sometimes I write um, quotes that a CEO is going to say if there's like a release happening or something major. Mm-hmm. And I work in like the energy and industrials industry so it's it's basically sustainability based so it's kind of like pushing recycling or pushing um solar panels and things like that so it's quite like a positive um thing but yeah today i'm basically just watching media writing blogs writing articles and talking to journalists nice so what are so I think I know one of the cons for this and it's something that you just mentioned about dream jobs well what are some of the pros and cons of being a what was it an executive of what account executive (laughs) executive in the PR industry what are some of the pros and cons of that um so pro is that an account executive is quite junior so when you write a blog you have senior people that look over it make sure it's perfect so I feel like a bit of pressure is lifted mm. from you because you kind of know that you know you get you have a crack at it but obviously I can't right now the, the like junior stage of my career I can't exactly completely um tackle you know using the voice of a CEO or someone that's been in the industry for like 30 years so people are very open and nice about that a con though is um 
PR is a very reactive industry. So mm. on a Monday, I might wake up thinking, yeah, I've just got to write two blogs. It's a very chill day. And then a scandal happens and I've got to spend mm. the whole day tackling the scandal or tackling like an unforeseen circumstance. It's kind of like that that might even go on to like 8 to 9 p.m. Or I have to wake up at like 6 a.m. one day to like start work because like something's happened in the media that we've got to handle. So I think it's just very reactive. So if you don't like being on your feet and never knowing what tomorrow is going to look like, then yeah, the industry for you. But if you like stability, maybe not. <laughs> wow, that's not really a work-life balance really, is it? Because like you said, something might break out at 6 a.m. or you might just be logging off and then something comes in. And I can't, I just, I cannot handle that. But it's also really interesting that, it's not always the same mundane like monotonous thing so I guess yeah definitely pros and cons to it I, I might have things that I do every day so like around midday every day I have to always monitor for one of the clients and like look through all the major news outlets see if there's any stories about them the small tasks like that might stay the same but the mm. general core of the day is completely different every day which is quite nice because I don't like like I hate repetition so yeah yeah definitely it's just it sounds all good just just the only con would really be the the extra hours and the yeah taking up your time Hmm. but I was gonna say but that was my din 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 you recently moved to a different role um you can tell us a bit about this and also why did you do this so um I was Initially, I applied for a completely different company and then I didn't get that. I kind of got pushed into this um, sustainability sector, essentially. Mm. And um, so it wasn't something I wanted to do, but I kind of loved tackling a challenge. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to challenge myself. And after six months that I haven't fallen in love with it. Yeah. And when you don't love a job, I, the hours drag. It just feels True. a lot longer. And um, even small tasks feel like, the biggest task because you just don't want to do it yeah so when the opportunity came that I could essentially move to entertainment which has always been um a department that I've been more interested in um just because I kind of you know studied um like when I was studying journalism at uni I kind of always wanted to get into the entertainment sector that was always like it's always kind of like was the sector that seemed kind of like far out of reach but um so when I had the opportunity, I was like, of course, move me over. <laughs> you know, as good as like saving the planet feels, I think um, <laughs> writing and like talking about like film and TV and music and things like that, it's, that's a bit more up my street. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That is really, really cool. Um, but this is exactly what I was talking about earlier, like when you don't feel like you're in love with a job, when you don't feel fulfilled. And I feel like if there's anyone, oh, I'm, I'm not sure that my audience consists of anyone older than millennials, except maybe my mum who's listening. But I feel like it's like people that are like, what's the generation above us? Gen X? No. What's the... Why? Why, right? Like our parents are Gen Y. Oh, no, we're, no, 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 is X, sorry. It is X, isn't it's it? X. The next one's generally... Yeah, we're Y. Millennials is Y. Yeah, we're right? yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's so complicated. Yeah, Gen X, I feel like if they listen to this, they'll be like, wow, like, that's, I don't know, they'll probably just look down on it or be like, that's so ungrateful. Like, they won't, like, I feel like a lot of them will just be like, six months to fall in love with a job, that's nothing. But it's so true, because, like, 
A, life is too short, I'm sorry, to be in a job that you don't like. And that takes up all your time. Like you said, you're not just a nine to five. You're like a all day kind of job as well. And it's just like, and I think everyone, everyone that's relating to this podcast, however old they are, if they've ever had a job or even school, like if you don't like something, you're just, it's just going to feel like you're there forever, even if it's just a few hours. Like it's, it's just, yeah, it just doesn't kind of, yeah, it doesn't do it for us. But if there's people out there, Rude, that aren't, I want to call us brave, but we're also like crazy as well. Like there's there's pros and cons to like kind of leaving a job or like kind of running before before some. Well, I've definitely done this. I don't know about you, but I've definitely left a job without anything to fall back on. So like it is crazy, but it's also like I don't know. It's it's it. Sometimes it needs to be done. But what advice would you give to people who want to like who don't love their jobs at, at the moment? and who kind of want to leave but they don't know if they should like what kind of advice would you give for people who aren't in love with their jobs um so to be fair this time I'm kind of like leaving my department and moving to a different department so I think if um I obviously acknowledge that like we obviously live at home with our family so Mm. we come from like a place of privilege or it's like we can quit on a whim because we don't have like rent to pay or anything like that so it's mm. definitely like if you do live with your parents and stuff I think definitely like use this time to really like find what you want to do because you know you have support to fall back on and that's what I've leaned into a lot where if I've saved up a little bit at a job it's really making me unhappy I'm until you put yourself first and spend those couple of months finding out what you want to do and just like applying really hard but of course if that's not the case um definitely like talk to you know where you work maybe there's like a role there that you can transition to maybe it's just this role isn't for you because yeah. obviously right now I'm like transitioning to a different department mm. rather than completely leaving a company yeah. and that's still exciting it still feels like it's a completely new job but it's not um but no, I think sometimes you just kind of have to go for it and put yourself first I think a lot of the time people are scared because they're like I don't like if they've been there for like five years and stuff like or longer they're kind of like I don't want to let my team down I'm they they get really like stuck in this cycle and I'm kind of like no because just to interrupt you I'm so sorry I've heard people say that and I I never got that personally but I guess I don't know if I'm just selfish (laughs) (laughs) no same (laughs) I know but I think you have to be selfish I feel Mm. like it's your life and you're going to be stuck somewhere you know you can't stay somewhere just because other people are there and stuff they Mm -hmm. might leave and you're still going to be stuck there you have to just put yourself first and especially when you're in your 20s or like early 30s this is the time where you can be selfish if you don't have any like obviously larger commitments like a family or yeah. anything but even if you do maybe just analyze what you can do within your life to make a change um I think there's yeah I think just yeah like you said I think sometimes you have to be selfish I think that's the bit of advice I'd give be selfish sometimes it's okay as long as it doesn't hurt anyone <laughs> so it's good to be selfish sometimes that was so motivational I was like while you were speaking I was like oh I'm gonna say this but I'm not gonna say anything now because I feel like that was so motivational I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna add anything on instead we are gonna take a break while you guys hear like soak in that advice a little bit and if that was something that you needed to hear and you can go refill your coffee cups and we'll be right back I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast so far make sure you hit the follow button so you don't miss anything also be sure to follow me on instagram at the abbey diaries and you can also find me on youtube with the same name 
And if you want some more, make sure to check out my blog. That's abbysworldblog.com. So it's the Abbey Diaries on YouTube and Instagram and abbysworld.com for my blog. Cool. And we are back. So we'll jump straight back in. Um, Rue, continuing with dreams and jobs, maybe jobs, but it doesn't have to be a job. But what would be your dream future, say five years from now? So you're currently 25, right? Yep. So where would you be when you're 30? Yeah. Or where would you like to be? Can I just also pause? (laughs) Because the amount of times that I've said, by the time I'm 21, by the time I'm 25, by the time I'm 28, by the time I'm 30, like this is where I'm going to be. But it's just, yeah, that's not how how it works. But imagine in a dream, I mean, it could, it could happen. Don't get me wrong. It could absolutely happen. But in a dream world, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, yeah, like that just made me laugh because when I was a teenager, I thought I'd have my dream life by 25. Yeah, trust me, don't even get me started. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but um, no, by 30, you know what? I think I'd, wa- I'd want to be on, um, I think I'd want to be secure in a career, mm. like not completely, but a bit more secure than I am right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe just like taking time off that career to focus on things I want to do. Like, so I've always been interested in filmmaking. And I did a bit of, like, dabbled in that. But I think I'd kind of want to return to film and maybe just, like, making my own projects. But, like, not even for money or, like, success or anything like that, just for fun. Um, But it's because I don't have time now. So when I'm 30, I basically just want to have time Time. on my hands. Oh, my gosh. I love that. That, That's a good answer. That's a different. And, yeah, filmmaking. (laughs) Us creatives, man. It's not easy. No, Um, it really isn't. (laughs) Would you rather visit the past again or visit the future? You know what? It's so funny. I always think about this question because I'm like, if I could go back in time, I would just like um, invest in the right things, be rich and just not do anything. (laughs) Invest. Oh, yeah, because you'd have the knowledge of like Zoom and things as well. (laughs) But no, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think I would never go to the future. Yeah, exactly. Like imagine just like, inventing zoom but in like 2006 when I was like 10 <laughs> like I just I, I, mean, I don't have the skills to do that but like I could and then just like capitalize on it but you know crazy or just um, or just go google it and find like zoom and there will be some tiny company that no one knows of and you can just put in some money and be a partner and there we go you're a millionaire exactly no and imagine how like easy life would be then but right. um I also think I would never want to like um go to the future because I don't want spoilers I think the whole point mm. of life is kind of like the surprise the element of surprise so yeah I'd always just go backwards I guess fair and where exactly would you go if you could choose like one year or one stage of life to go back to where would you go um well you know what I think I kind of liked um not because of school so like without school aside I liked um kind of being 17 I never understood you know like when you're a teenager you don't understand the fixation with, with the yes 17 um that I feel like is in media like it's always like oh being forever like you know that kind of again, Zac Efron, best film yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but I think as an adult now it's like because you you kind of just don't have any responsibilities and it's kind of just like but you're old enough to know who you are as a person so it's yeah. not like oh you're a 10 year old just like do what your parents want you have your own personality but 
you just have no responsibility so it's kind of like that element I think all my answers are going to link back to freedom so I'll go yeah. back to being <laughs> I think we can just finish it here and be like freedom 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 to everything <laughs> yeah so element of freedom but also I think 2013 there was some good music that came out that year um, yeah. oh well. my gosh yes oh my gosh music back in the day like it's crazy like you could just put on the radio and everything would be good and now I physically cannot stand listening to the radio or like music on the right you're so right like it was a good time but also having said that like you said I know you said like minor school but it's just the A-levels that ruined it A-levels were so hard but you're right that was a good age um would you go and change anything when you were 17 if you could be in that spot would you make a massive change because I know about the whole space-time continuum I know how it could affect everything (laughs) but would you would you want to change something even if it's minor or is it just um, that you'd invest in Zoom? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would just be investments, clearly. But no, um, no. I think, I think. Obviously, I look back on it and I kind of go, "Would I have gone to uni if I could go back?" Obviously, I like you know, I met you there, so yeah. it's not. It wasn't all doom and gloom, but <laughs> also I don't know. Um, actually, I don't know. I don't think I changed too much, honestly. Fair. Um, if I could go back, but. Yeah, no, I think I was pretty happy. Yeah, everything's there for a reason too. I feel like the whole everything could change if you change one thing. I truly think that that is true. Um, okay, so going on to so I'm glad you brought in us. Um, we're gonna move on to us. This section is us. It's all about us. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite memory of us? Okay, you know what? It's so funny because as soon as um you said us, and I. <laughs> think back to obviously when we first met was first year of uni yeah but my I guess the uh, memory that like stands out is definitely when we took a whole pizza into that creative writing oh lesson my gosh. <laughs> and only you could convince me that that was a normal thing to do I'm usually like a very um I usually like conform I'm quite quiet but she was like no let's carry this whole pizza into class with us <laughs> listen can I just put that into context a little bit so it was lunchtime and we were waiting for our pizza and it took so long so the choice was either because we've already paid for it so the choice was either eat the pizza and miss our lecture or take the pizza in with us because we did not have a choice otherwise it would oh the third option was to throw it in the bin and waste all our money and not eat so I feel like I had to I mean that was the best out of the three it was the best of a bad situation but I remember that day you tell your story go on and then I'll I don't know if you're going to mention this part but tell your story no that was actually it so um you I think my I think I probably would have wanted to miss the lecture just because yeah. of knowing me I couldn't yeah um, so I think you're kind of like no we should go because I think it was towards the end it was the it was okay my bit to that story this is what sounds out because that was a proper highlight like moment for me as well it's because in three <laughs> years nobody knew like nobody knew me I feel like Rueda had more she had like more um I feel like she was that more a little bit more social like a more social friend and I was someone who would just stand there and be like nah like nah I like I have a friend this is enough for me I just want to like chill eat but the thing is nobody knew me like the teachers didn't know my name like I think one per- one of the teachers did or teachers what are they called like lecturer whatever teachers um one of them knew me um, <laughs> by name and I was shocked by that but I don't think anyone else did and this this lecturer definitely didn't but the impact I made in all three years I walked in that day and the lecturer was like 
a pizza. Like he literally made a comment. Everyone laughed. And I was like, wow, out of all three years, you guys didn't know me. You didn't know my name. You don't know anything about me. But now you know me as the person who bought in a pizza to Russia. <laughs> And I guess I will forever be known as that. I wonder if anyone from those classes are like, oh, remember that girl that brought in pizza that one time? Like, oh, gosh. You know what? Probably. Because I feel like everybody was quite... Um, yeah, I don't think I saw anyone else ever bring in hot food. So I think <laughs> that might stuck with them a bit. <laughs> and you know, but, it's funny. Honestly, we didn't obviously get to eat it. So I think we ate it like after. And it was like cold. And it wasn't even like worth it at the end. It was just like the timing. Like... Miranda and I always have weird timings at uni because once we went to ZZ's she had a lecture after the building and calm we had to wait and wait and wait like we just have issues like uni and food just it was yeah but it was some of the best days for us man yeah um, but I also think it's because we always prioritize getting hot food over the we prioritize like food over yeah. everything we prioritize food over yep. everything we were taking food to lectures like cookies coffee like like um snacks like we'd just be the people sitting at the back just eating like we were just like I think it was again I think it comes back to freedom like you were saying I think because we couldn't do that in school we had this newfound freedom of being able to take food and stuff into classes and we just never didn't we just used that freedom yeah I just thought of a better memory sorry when um we were in Nando's and there was a guy coming over and he was feeling like he was wasted essentially he was like really tipsy and then my bag was on the booth side with Abby. And I said to her, can you move my bag? Because it was coming over to us and I didn't want him to like grab my bag. She got nervous, didn't move it. And then he lied down and used it as a pillow. <laughs> and I was like, you had one job, like one thing. I just... But yeah, I loved that moment because it was hilarious. It's like, I feel like something like that would only happen to us. I love it. It, was. it was so funny. I panicked because he was getting too close and I was like, I can't move it like in time. And then he did. He just laid on it. And I was like, what is what is happening? It was like so bad. But yeah, those those are both vivid memories in my head as well. Things that we'll never forget. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, continuing on to from uni stuff, what is one thing that you change about your uni experience? I think I know the answer to this, and I think my answer is exactly the same. But go on. Um, would it be go to more classes? Because oh no, because I, think... I went to all my classes. Oh, but is that oh, yours? Okay. <laughs> I mean, did you? I feel like there was one time we we stayed in Starbucks instead of going to a class. Yeah, but I mean, we just did sometimes, that. but. Mine is more that I wish I'd tried a bit harder because I could have done it. Like, you know, back in like GCSE times as well, like I was predicted all A stars during GCSE, like literally predicted all A stars. I could have done it. And I think I just didn't bother and I didn't try. And then I ended up with Bs and like I had one A in the end and the rest were all Bs, right? Um, Yeah. And it's the same with uni. Like I feel like if I'd tried a bit harder, if I'd worked a bit more and if I didn't slack so much, like handing my assignments very last minute and stuff like that, or just if I just wasn't so lazy, I feel like I could have done so much better than I did. So what is some advice that you would give to your 15 year old self? So going backwards from uni a little bit just before or even your 17 year old self, because that's what you said earlier. And also it was just before uni. So what advice would you give to 17 year old Rueda? Um, Um, just don't take anything too seriously. Like when you get a bad grade, it's okay. But also work hard to those two words of advice Mm. that contradict each other. I think (laughs) think it's useful, you know, it is for sure. 
Uh, I like that. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, another quick break, because I think we kind of need to, well, I certainly need to refill my cup. So I will see you guys back here in a second, and we will be doing a quick fire round with the Rueda. Hey guys, make sure to check out Rueda and her sister's company, Ode to Jewels, where you can find great jewellery at reasonable prices. These are one-of-a-kind pieces, and you'll want to get them as soon as you see it. You can find them on Instagram, Ode to Jewels. That's O-D-E-T-O-J-E-W-E-L-S, Ode to Jewels. Make sure to check them out. Welcome back. So we're going to do our quick fire round now. So Rue, you can just answer these with one word answers. Um, and we've got a lot of those questions. So I'm just going to dive in. What is your favourite meal of the day? Lunch. Mm. What is your favourite restaurant? Oh, um, I like Leon's. That's not even a restaurant, but I'm just, <laughs> I love it. It's comfort. I, I like that. it. Yeah, we used to go there often. <laughs> Um, yeah. If you had to take one of these out of your life forever, which would it be, tea or coffee? I don't drink coffee, so I guess I'll remove that. <laughs> yeah, still can't believe that. Um, and the next one is, what is your favourite type of cuisine? Ooh, I love, oh God, I know you said one word, um, Italian. Yeah. Or Indian, no, Italian, yes. I'll go Italian. <laughs> yes, Italian twins. Main course or dessert? Main course. Mm, I get that. Favourite type of music? Ooh. Mm. Pop. That's really a surprise. Yeah, but yeah. No way. You know what? Okay, the next question as well. This is linked, but I feel like I never know your answers with these because they always surprise me because they're always so like, they're di- it's just different. Like, I feel like you like everything. So uh, with that question and with the next one, and which is, who is your favourite artist? Still quick fire. Mm. Okay, the 1975. That's very, yeah, like mm. predictable probably, but. Interesting. How many concerts have you been to? Okay, I'm gonna have to count. Hold on two seconds. <laughs> You've been to a lot, like gigs and stuff included. She's counting, guys. I think nine. Okay, all right. That's not too many, but yeah. there, there was the pandemic halted um that element of my life a bit. So true, true. Um, which was your favorite concert? The 1975. <laughs> Uh, so the just okay I'm trying not to phrase this like a question but I'm just interested was that just what is once <laughs> I don't know how not to phrase that as a question <laughs> just seen them once yeah yeah sadly just seen them once so I'm definitely gonna go as soon as they have another show again mm-hmm. but yeah just the one time sadly nice, but yeah nice um what's a song that you have on repeat at the moment at the moment oh my god okay wait a second um let me think uh, I'm, tr- I'm so bad with names I like no artists so I was listening to yeah I was gonna say there's this blondie song which is so random but oh wow cool. okay oh cool. yeah so it's called like call 
I think it's like one of her mainstream ones, but I, I'm so bad at titles. I don't remember the title of it. Yeah, I mean, I that's cool. wow. You're so random. I love it. I swear, <laughs> you are so random. Pop, 1975, <laughs> Blondie. Like, I love it. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite social media? That is the last quick fire question. Ew, um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna show like the Gen Z side of myself. Mm-hmm. Where, like, because I'm on the cusp. Don't say TikTok. Are you saying TikTok? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's addictive. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not on it, but I know it's addictive because I do Instagram reels and they're mostly TikTok videos anyway. And I'm just it's addictive. like, it's so bad. I spent out like it's so bad, which is why I refuse to download TikTok. I feel like I'd be amazing on TikTok. Can I just say, I feel like I would be amazing. I feel like the things that people come up with, I'm like, I could, I could do that. I could have done that. Like that's literally what I do. Like honestly, well, but anyway, yeah, one hundred percent. And I think if you did like your songs and stuff on TikTok, it would gain like so much traction. People love that. And there's like a whole community of like, there's like so many different communities. I'm on the book side of TikTok. That's Ooh. my like favorite side. But I didn't know if that. There was, there's the music side there's everything wow yeah no the the sounds though you know how they do the same sounds for like tiktok videos like there's different different sounds even throughout this interview i kept thinking of sounds like you know those like even just what i did now the wow there's like there's that wow that's amazing (laughs) or like I even yeah, I could stop myself saying it at work. Me too. <laughs> like even earlier, you said something, and I genuinely was gonna be like, "That's like that TikTok sound," and I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> I forgot what it was. Or like even things like there's this one, you know, that interview that um they did on the red carpet. And I forgot her name. Maybe it was Halsey. How what's her name? How's oh my gosh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I think Halsey, right? right? Yeah. yeah and she was like, I think it was her. I can't remember. Everyone else is gonna know who this is, but um, she was like. I did it myself. And then there's like, who ruined your life? I did it myself. Like that's yes. like one of those things. <laughs> and it's always in my head. Audience. These things live <laughs> in my head rent free, man, honestly. Um, also, I should have known TikTok was your favorite because recently when we were out and I was talking about Taylor Swift's song that nobody knew and you were like, I know it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, how do you know it? And you were like, TikTok. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, honestly, my whole Spotify recently has just been all the TikTok trending songs. Wow. That's all I listen to. It's so like bad. running up that hill, I bet, is on it. Like, I love that, yes. Oh, my love gosh. <laughs> Moving on now. So this is back to normal. We've got seven questions left. We're nearly there. Um, question number 30. What are some of your hobbies? So I know some of them, but tell the audience what some of your hobbies are. Um. So one is... Um, writing poetry which is one I used to like before uni uni traumatized me and now I've kind of come back to writing poetry um, we need to hear that I have, like, we I well I certainly do but if you are willing to share one I, I would put it on my insta and be like this is like I I really want to see some I bet I haven't seen any guys by the way but I do want to see some. I'll show you one maybe when we meet up I have such anxiety so like around sharing work I don't even know how I did creative writing at uni because no, like that depends to that terrifying but I'm the same very- I never share my music and my songs and it's such a, it's so bad though because I'm like yeah I want to be a songwriter I want to be like I want to be <laughs> and I don't share anything so it is yeah I, I understand you completely what else yeah um jewelry making I make a lot of like beaded jewelry so like in my spare time I'll just be like sat there making beads and stuff so that's fun as well guys speaking of which check out the jewelry page that Rowena has with her sisters it's called ode to jewels um and (laughs) it's on my um must-haves of the month from a few months ago um but yeah we'll definitely put the link in as well but make sure to check that out 
Um, what else? You're so creative. You got poetry and jewelry making. Like, come on, give us something that we can relate to. Um, okay, and my favorite thing is going to the cinema. Oh yeah, like I true. will go watch anything in the cinema. Like I watched Elvis the other day. Like I don't actually care about Elvis or his <laughs> life, but I'm still there watching it. My friends love going to the like all my friends love going to the cinema and I have one friend who's like you and she'll go and watch whatever's on like she's never seen like she watches the Marvel films and stuff out of order just because it's in the cinema and she'll go and watch it because it's on or she'll watch like she's just like you and I, I'm like I'm so confused or she watched like the new Top Gun but she didn't she didn't even know that the old Top Guns existed or like she'll just watch whatever and I'm like but you don't even like that and she's like yeah but it's on and I'm like I don't I don't get it like I don't understand. <laughs> No, I just love the atmosphere of the cinema. I feel like it just gives me like a bit of an adrenaline rush, having the snacks, it being super yeah. loud. I just, yeah, anything will be good in cinema. Oh my gosh. Um, so what's something that you do to relax? Um, we touched on it, but I'll probably just go on like TikTok, watch <laughs> YouTube videos, just social media essentially. Because um, I don't know, yeah, I think that's the most relaxing thing because you just kind of shut off and like watch other people um which is probably like the most like millennial like internet age <laughs> onset ever but, it's more yeah. I feel like that's not even millennial I feel like you're hitting gen z territory now maybe I always think that I always think I'm like because I think being on that like borderline of gen z and a millennial is like I might like <laughs> sway to gen z a bit more sometimes wow what comes after Gen Z? Are they going to go back to Gen A? I wonder. Oh, yeah, maybe. Or maybe they'll go to, like, letters or maybe even shapes. Who knows, honestly? <laughs> I wonder also, random, but I actually genuinely wonder, when was Gen A? Was that, like, way back when? I, like, pre-biblical? I'm going to Google like... that right now while I'm answering the next question. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm such a Googler as well. Like, I love, like, I always, I literally use Google, I'd say, like, like, easily, like, 50 times a day, easily. Like, I Google I'm everything. So- I hate when people go, I don't know, when I ask them a question, I'm like, well, Google it, let's all Google, like, we're in this age, like, there's no reason not to know, but um, do I just Google Gen A, and Gen A is actually this generation going on right now. What? Are the people that are just born, like, my niece, um, who's Gen A? From 2012 onwards, is Gen A, oh and they're known gosh. as Generation Alpha. Oh my, guys, look, this podcast is so educational, right? Don't let anyone tell you <laughs> otherwise, oh my gosh. Wow. So I wonder, so they do just start again. So I guess the first Gen A was like genuinely, maybe like Tudor times or something before they knew it. And then, wait. Yeah. I wonder when it started. Okay, these are questions that we're going to find answers to by the end of today. Like, honestly, I'm just going to sit here Googling today. Yeah, Um, that's the thing. Maybe like write a timeline of all the generations. I think so. I think so. Why not? Why not? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Would you describe yourself as an introvert or an extrovert? I'm definitely introvert, like a thousand percent, no mm. question about it. I think when I'm comfortable with someone, I, I'm, I am bubbly and stuff, but like generally in my day-to-day life, I'm a wallflower. I'm quiet. I just like absorbing what other people are talking about and um, and I'm happiest like in small groups. Like mm. even us two, like the fact that we're a duo yeah. as a friendship group is like my ideal situation. If there was like a third one in the group, I would be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that. I absolutely hear that. Um. Do you prefer going out or staying in? Staying in, 100%. Even <laughs> if, like, I'd rather have friends over or something than, like, go out and... Wow. I do like going out to eat, though. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. But occasionally, not every weekend. Like, and to twice the cinema, a month. of course. <laughs> um, next question. 
what is I know you're very much into music and movies but you also love your tv shows so what is a tv show that you'd recommend at the moment Oh, I think it's so different than anything you would have ever seen just because I think we have opposite we TV do. tastes. But I love, love, love Peaky Blinders. That's like one wow. of my favourites. Um, also, I love Doctor Who. I've always loved Doctor Who. Yeah, so if you that's want kind fair. of yeah, childhood yeah, yeah. innocence, yeah, then definitely up. watch Doctor Who. But if you want gangs and a bit of violence, then I Peaky do Blinders. Not, no. <laughs> um, you used to love, you used to like Charmed, right? Yeah, like, as literally when I was, like, five, six years old. Yeah, you're, okay, can I just point out, Rue's one of those, well, Rue is a absolute weird, (laughs) in the sense that (laughs) she, like, when we were the the normal ones of us, I mean, I don't know if I speak for everyone here, I might just be speaking for me and the other normal people, but when we were, like, little (laughs) watching Disney Channel, CBBC, CBBS, Nickelodeon, maybe, Rue was out here (laughs) watching Charmed and, like, all these adult, like, probably Buffy the Vampire, like, all these adult shows shows that were not meant for us to be watching when we're like six years old barely like learned our alphabet and she's over there watching like witches kill people and things like that and no I can't even watch that at this age I think I started watching Charmed and I was like this is creepy like I'm not watching this yeah no it uh, to be fair I'd probably find it creepier now as an adult where I understand everything compared to as a kid everything just feels like you know just fun and it's more just like our three sisters and like I always have two sisters and we were like we're like the charmed girls it was very relatable to me as a (laughs) six-year-old oh my gosh um so what no so you reckon so you've talked about your favorite music favorite tv shows what is a movie that you think not your favorite movie right but what is a movie that you think everyone should watch at least once in their lives oh um Okay, so it's a film I think everybody should watch. Ah, oh, there's so many different ones that are like, I love films so much. This is like a really tough question. I'm curious to know what your favourite is as well, but you can, uh, yeah. You can, uh, yeah, um, I want to know. But, um, I love, have you seen Before Sunset and Before Sunrise, those mm, films? No. So it's like a romance, but the whole film is like an hour and a half of just these two people that meet on a train having a conversation. Okay. And they just talk for a whole hour. Is it old? Um, the first one came out in 1994 and there's three films, so it's a trilogy and they all come out exactly nine years apart and it's the same people talking again after nine years and after what? nine years. How, why have we never heard of this? Yeah, so it's got, um, do you know Ethan Hawke? Yeah, vaguely, yes. Yeah, so he's the main character. And um, I don't know, I just feel like the film, I don't know, I think, it just kind of shows like I love films that show human interaction just like wow. like not no plot just talking wow. so I think I just love the pureness of that kind of like thing and the fact that like no one ever meets on a train anymore and just talks to a stranger yeah, it's so true. it's Especially quite like in London. to like us maybe in America but not here yeah Exactly. Um, it's like all those movies where it's like you bump into each other. Oh, hey, I'm I'm Abby. Like, why are you telling me your name? Like, you just like yes. what are you doing? Or like hundred percent. When you grab the wrong Starbucks order. Like, that's actually happened to me where I've, like, got someone else. Like, we just say, oh, sorry. That is it. We don't go, oh, sorry. Yeah. Hi, I'm and Abby. Like, why are you doing that? Like, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and even if a guy was the most handsome, beautiful man ever, yeah. if he tried to talk to me, like, literally, street, I would be so eye. creeped out. I'd be like, what are yeah. you doing? I did not ask <laughs> like, you for your name. Like, don't, yeah. don't talk this to is, me. <laughs> this is not what we do in London. Like, don't do this. <laughs> oh, my God. 
gosh, that's so funny. Like there's so like there's so much with London. Like I have a friend from Birmingham who's here, and she, the other day she just went to someone, and she's like, well, she lives here now, and she's been living here for like four years or whatever. But she literally, we were in Nando's, and she. The, the the lady next to us had coke cans and I was like oh I really want a can of coke even though I don't drink coke but it was a hot day and she was like oh excuse me did you get those coke cans from here or did you bring them from outside I was like oh my gosh why are you speaking to a stranger for like what are you doing but like it's such a London thing like I feel like people from outside of London are just fine to talk to whoever or smile at whoever or say hi to whoever and we're here like yeah. just hiding so funny Oh, but those no, sounds like amazing. Those sound like really good films. I'm gonna actually look into it. Are you sure it's a trilogy? What if the next one comes out in like it would be I guess 2022, like this year? Um, yeah, I guess in theory, but I don't think they have. I think it ended on the third one in like 2013, that which was so really sad. Cool. That, I'm actually gonna. This is like usually when people say movies on the podcast, I'm like nah, because like. I, I know what they are like they're usually quite famous and like, I'm like uh, or like they're like scary films or like just things that I'm not that interested in but this sounds so cool I might actually have to watch it yeah um it's not for everyone because there's not really a plot it's just talking but if you like talking then you love it so. I know it sounds like something for film lovers which is why it's perfect for yeah. you but I don't know like I love romantic films but I'm I am a bit apprehend like I think if I do watch it I think I might be like what is this I have a feeling yeah. that I might do that but I am going to give yeah. it a chance so I'll, I'll, I will let you know um yeah. and I'll also let you know so there's two things I need to let you know now the generation stuff and the film <laughs> exactly. um penultimate question if you had to describe yourself in oh sorry that is a lie penultimate question you had to describe yourself in five words before how would you describe me in five words oh okay um I think you're I think you're very sweet I think like when I first met mm. you you were just actually not sweet I rubbed that out <laughs> wow I went oh um, no I, I might you sweet again but your first word I would say is welcoming because I think when I first met you you just had like this really warm open like aura around you and I think that's why I kind of like stuck to you and clung to you and I was like this is my friend oh. now and I never let you go <laughs> so definitely like a warm and welcoming so that's two words um, Guys, can I just also pause I, think... I want to interrupt Rue again I'm gonna say like one of the actual reasons that I ran to Rue on that first day I think is because a she was like she's I, I think I heard her speak and she sounded like me instead of like the rest of the uni people and b I think she was like one of the only non-white people there. And I was like, yes, because yeah. I was in my area. My area is so multicultural. So when I went to uni, it was kind of a culture shock, right? So I was like, yes, I can relate to someone. I feel like we're going to like, we're going to get along. And no, the rest is history. But yeah, that is sweet. Anyway, continue. No, 100%. That was literally the exact same for me. <laughs> Oops, I think the audio messed up. Sorry. That's okay. You're fine. Um, no, but no, yeah, it was 100% the same for me. Like, I think we just like, and then we've been friends ever since for like the Literally. past eight years. So, you know, um, but um, so, okay, so warm welcoming. I think, I don't know how to say this, because um, all the words I can think of this is, um, I'm not saying this without being patronizing, but it's not in a patronizing way. Okay. But like, you have like this, like, um, I think you like all the things that I don't like. So, like, Disney and like, um, <laughs> Taylor Swift and things that I I think it's like a very like childlike innocence oh yeah no 100% that is not patronizing I agree with you and I think anyone who knows me 
anyone who might not even know me but knows me through like socials or whatever 100% very childlike so I think it's I think that like in a like that the the fact that you love things that are so like innocent and like bubbly and warm Mm -hmm. um it's nice because whenever we meet up I feel like there's like an element of like lightness to it and I like that and it feels like I'm just I think like even though we met as technically adults it feels like a childhood friendship because oh yeah I hear that yeah yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah, that I don't know what word that is, but that. <laughs> that. <laughs> okay, number three. Um, number three, I think. Um, I think you're courageous. I think the fact that like you um, gave up an amazing job in Canary Wolf to pursue your music career, like, mm. is an amazing, amazing thing. And I feel like a lot of people wouldn't have the courage to do that. You should see so my like, face yeah. right now. I'm literally like like pout like I'm like oh like I'm making a face like it's so cute that's so nice oh my god sorry (laughs) I'm having a moment carry on (laughs) no but yeah I think I I feel like that's like it definitely like I feel like when you like message me saying yeah I'm gonna pursue this I'm like I'm so proud of you like I'm so happy for you so yeah definitely that I think you're very positive I think you're definitely like one of the most um positive people I know like the way you view life and stuff and I think it's it's nice to like know someone that's like half full like all the time um well that's what I see anyways which is always really nice and I think you are but I also think you're quite real I think yeah that's another one I guess this goes back to how like when we saw each other and we heard each other we're like yeah this is gonna be my friend yeah I think it's because you're just very like you're just like a very real person and I think you tell me the lows and the highs and everything and I feel mm. like you don't sugarcoat things at yeah. the same time you're very like raw and a realist mm. um sometimes you can be an idealist I think but yeah, you're m- mostly a realist and you just say it how it is and I love how you you always have like opinions about things you're not one of those people that are like I don't know what I think about this no you most likely no, absolutely not <laughs> and I love that I love that oh really <laughs> you literally <laughs> <laughs> you literally made my day oh my gosh people are just listening to a love fest here right now like the podcast is finished like oh, <laughs> the, the, oh. you know what I always say with these as well like every single podcast episode where I've asked this question I've realized that you like even when I like tell people what I see in them or whatever like it's so funny how as a person you don't like you think you know you do know yourself but you just come across different to other people like you don't know how other people are viewing you like really and like when you hear them say stuff you're like I would never have picked that word for myself but that is how you come across or that is who you are like even if inside like you feel something different like it's actually it's it's just so cool like it's so like you never know like how you come across to another person really which is why I think it's so good when people share things with other people when people tell each other like you know they compliment each other or they even tell each other when something that someone did annoyed them like I feel like you need to tell people what they like how they make you feel because people don't know do you know what I mean but it's so no 100% I think no definitely I think we should all just like compliment each other more and like we shouldn't wait to like someone's birthday to tell them like oh you know that thing so you did like true. Was so cool I'm so proud so yeah. true and a more and a more um ugh, what's the word I can't think of the word right now a more oh gosh I don't know but a more sad tone to bring it down a bit but like people literally like have you heard in funerals and stuff where like the speeches are amazing that like, it's so kind and they're so nice about the person and it's like why did you never tell them that when they were alive like they they literally like share like 
like amazing sweet messages and it's like tell them when they're here because it's like like life's just so short like and even like recently someone did something or someone or maybe they just looked pretty I can't remember and I was like oh I'm not going to tell them because I barely know them and I'm like no go and tell them like why not and I did and it literally made their day and I was like you just just tell people when you like something compliment people like you know like it's yeah or like and equally yeah like, no 100% I definitely think that we should like actively do that more yeah Hmm. the world would be a better place the world would so be a better place and like even like I said if someone's if someone that you're close to like if a friend or some sort of relationship is really like they've done something to hurt you tell them because like relationships like that's how they get stronger when you actually when you're open with one another like because again like I said no one knows what they're doing until someone points it out kind of thing so yeah 100% and as you're like if someone's your friend they're gonna want to do better like if they you know yeah. they want to like make you like not feel uncomfortable or whatever they, they did um so I feel like there's nothing wrong to just be like like it doesn't need to be a confrontational word just be like no. hey you know literally we so yeah I wish we did that more <laughs> final question we're here but if you had to ask me any of these questions that I've asked you if you had to pick one for me which what would you ask and I will answer turning the tables you are the interviewer. I hear how I only get to pick one like every time you asked me one of these questions I was like I wonder what Abby like I was gonna start interviewing <laughs> but um maybe you should have one where you're like just answering these uh, but someone um, else said that recently. no what was I gonna say uh Oh, I'm stuck between the whole where do you see yourself in five years or five words about yourself. So maybe I'll let you pick which one you want to do or you're going to do both. Um, I'll do five words about myself, I guess, because with the five years time, man, I swear the amount of times, like I said to you before, that I've said things and I plan <laughs> things and it just doesn't come in. So I'm just I'm just I'm kind of learned to go with the flow now. Like I'm like, whatever happens will happen. Whatever yeah. will be, will be. So um, I will do the five is that five words about myself? Yeah. Okay. I would describe, I agree with you, childlike. Um, I think I am, I am childlike, not childish, but childlike. Um, yeah. I would say I'm an somewhat extroverted introvert. So I'm very much an introvert like you, but I'm also not like you in the sense that, like, I don't think I'm a wallflower. I think I'm introverted that... I just don't like I get really I realize that I really come into myself when I'm in a big group like I literally don't talk to any, even if I know people in the group even if like you're there and like one of my closest other friends is there my mum is there but then if I see like three other people I don't know and we're all in the group I'll be like oh I'll get a bit different like my personality shifts and I've noticed that so many times where I'm with like a friend and then as soon as we meet someone else I'm like oh and then I just go in myself again and it's really weird but I am an introvert but I'm also an extrovert with the right people um yeah. I'd say I'm creative I guess um I am I guess I'm a yeah. I'm a what's that what's that word that they used to use for artists like not um like a torment not a tormented art that's a bit strong but I'm like you where I'm like there's this artist inside me and it's like there's no jobs going and we're like inwardly we're like torment not tormented but it's like there's an artist waiting to get out and it's like 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I hundred percent know what you mean. I know you know what I mean because I'm just trying to explain it because we're like art, like we know what we mean because it's like we're like all those old like Van Gogh and people like that. But um, yeah, so, but I was gonna say I think that also sorry not to interrupt your five no, things, but I think that goes back to like us like never staying in a job where we're unhappy because I think yeah. we'd rather be kind of like unemployed and working on ourselves a bit because we've got that like um the struggling artist complex in it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um. I think I'm going to go with something you said where I think I'm quite open. Like you said real and I'm going to go with open because I do kind of, yeah, I don't, I literally tell you, like I literally, my heart is on my sleeve. Like I feel like I just share with, like I'm quite an open person. Like if I, like there's nothing that I kind of hide from you or from close friends. Like I'm quite open and like, even with like random people, like I don't, like I wouldn't lie. I'm quite an open person in that sense. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, And finally... Oh, there's two. I'm gonna I'm gonna be cheap. Well, I don't okay. Eve, okay, I'm gonna take out open because you already said that. So I'm actually gonna remove that and I'm gonna put in impatient. I'm a really impatient person and I realise that and I'm trying to change that, but I am super impatient. But I'm also fifth and final word, I think I'm gonna go with kind, because I think I am kind um to especially to animals. Like this morning I I tried to save a spider and I think I nearly killed it and I was really sad and then I had to like I was literally gonna cry and then I had to take it and put it out the window but um <laughs> I'm kind <laughs> I'm kind <laughs> oh but those are my words and that is 37 questions and a coffee with Rueda oh my gosh thank you so much for coming on Rue I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did can say it flew past it did not feel like 37 questions like honestly always talking to you that I feel like I could just waffle on for hours literally so. we could have easily <laughs> gone on for more like a hundred percent like viewers we said not viewers because you're not watching this isn't my vlog but listeners we literally saved you so much time there because we could have literally yeah. made this double <laughs> the time but we did it um I hope you guys enjoyed listening as well and I will see you very soon for the next 37 questions and a coffee with I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did and if you did make sure you follow along to this podcast if you haven't already clicked follow on Spotify or wherever you may be listening from make sure to do that now so you don't miss another episode and I will be back very soon for another 37 questions and a coffee with